I don't know what day of the week it is. It's it literally just hit me that I'm into another week. Yeah, I know. And those people who only work, like, who work, like, proper jobs, proper jobs, normal jobs. Nine to five. <laughs> Nine to five. So they have a four-day week this week, and they're loving life right now. I just have, like, a constant headache that's developed into just, like, oh, you again. <laughs> Hi. Hello, and welcome to Stop I Don't Believe You, the podcast for you and about you that helps you answer some of life's Burning questions like what should you do if there's a steamy sex scene on the telly and you're sitting beside your nanny? <laughs> or is Nando's really that cheeky? Just think of us as your agony uncles with just a splash of sparkle. He is Chris Caroon. And he's Carl Dawson. And this is Stop. I don't believe you. Oh, hang on. Oh. You've stopped recording. Oh. But we haven't. <laughs> you have. Now, what's, what's going on here now? That this, it, there's loads of memory on this. Maybe there isn't. But it look, took we'll, one we'll look just, at it, me and said... It's recorded you for a minute. Good and luck. then it's, it's completely deleted you then. Hang on one second now. Let, you carry on. We'll just keep, I'm not that ugly. We'll keep yapping. I'm not that ugly, surely. Not at all. Now, the these things, care. right, I don't, I don't know how to use Android phones. I never have. Now, he there. is tapping his phone mm. like a granny. Okay. Well, it's it's an the Android one, phone. The one finger tap and every other finger <laughs> tuck to your palm. <laughs> I am. I gotta try the Android. No, I've managed to do it. Hang on one second. No, hang on. There we go. He is master technology. This is my work phone, so I don't use this a lot. How <laughs> many phones have you? Karen? Which doesn't say. Well, I'm from Ballymun. You always have to have two if you're from Ballymun, <laughs> just for business purposes. Uh, but this is. Oh, there we go. I think. Now let me just put you back. Now, you put me back there, Carl. Now we can start the show. Are you ready now, chicken? I think that's working. Ah. But look, we'll keep all that in because that's content. God bless your soul. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm having a day. The humour is very, uh, <laughs> what could I say, all over the place today. A little bit, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I haven't taken any pills. What's wrong with you? Nothing. It's just been a very, very intense Couple of weeks. It's been busy. Yeah, it's it's been a lot, you know. Um, but other than that, I'm grand. <laughs> Everything's grand. You knew you do know you're going gigging now after this. The mood has to elevate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had to remind me. Look, it's we grand. should be sponsored by Red Bull. Dude. It is. As uh, any time I get it, you know, I'm, I'm tired or anything like that. Before I go to a gig, I always remind myself that there were there were long nights during that COVID thing where I would have done anything to get out of the house to sing to for somebody. Oh, where you were entertain in the house and couldn't do anything. Exactly that. So I have to remind myself that you know, yeah, no, it was great. Uh, I have to remind myself that um, that that's the way things were. Yeah. So, you know, psych myself up. But I'm grand. Other than that, I started doing something really fun last night. What did you do? I started, well, last week, right? I, I was never really a Lego person, right? Ever, ever. Um, because every time I bought them, they're always in bits. <laughs> I have loads of friends that are doing that. Now. Never did. Never did. But I decided to buy something during the week. So I bought the Home Alone house. Oh, very nice. And I said, we'll start putting it together. And it'll be ready come Christmas. Now there's nearly five or four thousand bits in it. No, see, I would um, have patience. So I got I got the little van done, and I got Harry and Marv done. Um, 
and uh, Kevin there. Kevin no. got done this morning. <laughs> oh, t- nah. Jesus Christ! Kevin was to finish this morning. Only five minutes in, he's gone south. And uh, and uh, I've, got, I've got the downstairs of the house done. And we put no. the Christmas tree up. Not too bad. Were the yeah. parents? Were the parents there? I don't think they're in gone? it. They're they're in it in in picture frame form. They're on the plate. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Kevin. Uh, so yeah, even before Halloween is even over, yes, it's something that I've never got into. Like loads of people find it therapeutic in that that type of thing. Now for me, mm. I love looking at the end product. Yeah, but the process of that would drive would, me insane. It, it was quite daunting when when I opened the box and they're all now. It's the book, the instruction book is about that thick. Oh, no, it's it's no, it's no. quite thick. I'm it's about four inches thick, oh, and um, three inches. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know me inches, but it is quite thick. You know your. I do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Years of experience. Uh, it is quite thick. So when I started putting it together, but I have to say, time went so fast. I think mm. we started like, when I got home yesterday from work. It's about half six, and I sat at the kitchen table, and I think. No. Half nine, I think it was. I got a Titanic one yeah. years ago as mm. a present for Christmas. Yeah. I I think I made the floor okay. on the bottom deck. Well, I mean, that's all that's really I left now, isn't I it? I give up. I was just like, the fuckers are dead. Leave them there. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I couldn't imagine the There was no life, but well, you can edit that out. Man. No, I don't have time to be editing <laughs> stuff out, Chris. I don't have the time or the patience. Yeah, no, well, I don't have the patience. Um, so well, I'm yeah. glad you found a little hobby. Uh, yeah, and it was nice actually switching off and not sitting there scrolling looking for stuff to watch on, on TV, you know? Uh, which was fine. Although yesterday I woke up in in, in terrible form because of the news of, of poor Matthew Perry. Oh, don't even mention the war. Dreadful, wasn't it? I, well, I honest to God, I think everybody in the world just felt like they it's, lost a family member. Isn't it strange? And and the last time I felt that way was when Robin Williams died. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's you know, when you grow up with It's the nostalgia of who they are. Mm. Like, you grew up with Chandler. Yeah, you grew real. You grew up with every character Robin Williams ever played. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I read something, some psychologist said this about, um, you know, when you're watching these people on TV, they're with you through different part, different moments of your life. Yeah. So, you know, you could have a really bad day, but you associate them with you know, turning that around or, yeah. or, you know, if you've lost a family member, you may have found an escape through watching Friends or watching Mrs. Delphire or something like that. You get close to characters like yeah. that. Like, they, like especially Friends, God, sure, myself and yourself and loads of people our age, it was huge. Yeah, it, I think it was on E4 consistently yeah. for years, mm-hmm. years and years and years. No matter what time of the day it was, if you turned on E4 on the television, um, it would be friends would be on reruns, 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 yeah. and I actually got into a binge there a few months ago. Yeah, it was on Netflix, mm. and literally just binge watched it. Yeah, I started repeat. yesterday. Yeah, I started yesterday season one, and I didn't. Generally, with first seasons of any TV show, you're kind of watching it going, "That's a bit shit," until it gets into it. But genuine, genuinely, friends was actually they were they were the characters. When they started, they were in the characters. Do you know it's a horrible thing? And I want to get your view on this. Right. Um, when celebrities die. Yeah. And it takes about 0.1 second for the jokes to come. Yeah. <laughs> what? Facebook was flooded. Yeah. With jokes. I Literally, haven't seen any about, oh about Matthew Perry. Oh my God. Some of them are terrible. But like it's... It's a case of 
Why? Why do we do that? I don't like as as I think if if it was a comedian that died, somebody who understood humor, then they would get it. But there's a time and a place, and sometimes, you know, if if you're close to a person, or you know, I don't think it's appropriate, you know. But it's 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 I don't know. It's it's like the catch twenty two thing because you do laugh at someone. But did give us an example. No, I can't. Come on, give us an example. You can give us an. Can you give us an example? Well, edit this out if it's horrible. <laughs> there was one I saw. Now I'm probably going to make this arseways compared to what it was. It was um. Oh, do you know your man from from Friends? Yeah. Not the swimmer. I literally was like, like, okay. yeah. Who sat and went right? What jokes can I get out of this one? Yeah, it's, that is pretty obvious though, and it's it's yeah. But it's always always. Two seconds after celebrity death. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's like people have them written already, and then they just put them up. It's all you know. It is, but but that is a very clever joke. It is, and very I think clever. I think as a, as somebody who understood comedy, he would probably get. <laughs> he would probably find the funny side of that. Yeah, well, um, yeah. but it is a, a horrible tragic loss. A horrible, oh, horrible huge, tragic loss. Huge loss. Everybody um, felt it. And yeah, so how was your day being other than that? My day is good. I was in teaching the youth. And New generation. Is that why you've come in all drawn and quartered today? <laughs> Look, you've holes in your <laughs> They pulled you apart. Oh, I swear to God, I absolutely love teaching. I love teaching. But, but some days, <laughs> when you just walk out and your brain just feels like it's mush. Of course, yeah. Because you're battling one person, you're absolutely, you have no voice from talking, mm. let alone if you have to raise it, and you just are... Yeah, I know. We had I had the auditions for the dwarfs the other day. You know the kids come yeah. in and do them uh, for the pantomime, and uh, you know we got, they're excited. You know they're really excited, but they all decide to ask you the question at the same time. So you've literally got like twenty kids running around asking you the same question, and yeah. it just becomes so overwhelming. You know. Um, but you have to just remind yourself that they're they are excited about it. I do. I'm a bit devious in some ways because I had a rehearsal for Panto down in Tullamore. Yeah, and I threw out the choreography in a rehearsal. Right. They went home. I videoed it. You go over it yourself. You come back in. You know it. They came back in after a week. The adults. Okay. Came back in after a week. I pressed play. Oh my good sweet Jesus. It was it was a car crash to no end, <laughs> to the point where it was funny. I couldn't even get annoyed, and I let the music keep playing because it was too entertaining to stop. <laughs> they hadn't got a clue. They hadn't got a buzz notion. <laughs> now they did when when I actually stopped yeah. and went through everything. Definitely a woman up on the bridge. Oh, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kick you in the face. I'm going to kick you in the face. I'm telling you nothing in private anymore. <laughs> and oh. only a few people are oh. going to know what that if is. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> Give us a question. Oh, my goodness. Right. We have a lovely couple of. <laughs> Right, we've got a lovely couple of messages in um, this week. Uh, one in particular, I can't wait to read for you. <laughs> you know the camera, you, you know you can see that. <laughs> right, shall we get going? Go on. Shall we get going? Okay, all right. Here we go. Hey, Carl and Chris, my husband and I are in our early thirties, and two of his friends from his college days are getting married. 
He lived with them and a few other mates for a couple of years uh, in a house share. They moved out when they got together. These friends have invited us to the evening do, but I found out that the rest of the people my husband shared the house with are going to the daytime ceremony. Even some good friends of ours, uh, whom the groom only knows through my husband, are going to the actual wedding as well. I feel quite hurt on my husband's behalf and told him we should turn down the invitation, but he said he doesn't want to be petty and he'd like to see everyone. I don't get why they'd be mean like this, and while my husband might not be bothered, I am. We invited everyone to our wedding for the whole day, so this really feels like a snub. I can't think of anything my husband has said or done that would make them exclude him like this. He's the most easygoing person ever. Should I confront the groom or his fiance? Regards, Anonymous. Well, Anonymous, how are you, love? Mm. Let me tell you something. This is a little pet peeve of mine. Really, really, really pet peeve when it comes to weddings. Your wedding is the one day that you are allowed to be as selfish as you like. Not mean, but selfish to the point it's your day. You're paying for it. Everything at that you are paying for. Who you invite to that wedding is your prerogative. And I'm not telling you you're wrong for feeling a certain way. Mm. But they put out a list of people they feel close to. How close they are depends on how long you're at the wedding, be it for the whole thing or at the afters. It doesn't mean they like you any less or they have a grudge against you. They have a certain number to fill for the meal side of things, the ceremony side of things, all of this, let them at. It's their day and don't ruin a friendship for a stupid little begrudgery of an invite to a wedding. When I get an invite to a wedding, I absolutely, my skin crawls <laughs> because it's a fucking bill. It's so expensive. Count your days, blessings. So, Count it? your blessings if you get an afters in. Yeah, I mean, after COVID. After, I think I went to four weddings in one year and I was smashed after it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so the expensive. Price, the cost of weddings on people that are invited, it's a bill. Yeah, even if people invite you to a wedding that's overseas as well, that's mm-hmm. imposing not only a financial pressure on you, but but a, you know an obligation that you have to go and you have to travel yeah. to... Uh, you know, you have to use that as your summer holiday in some cases. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is a loss. But what do you think in that situation? Um... Like I get where where the the person that's writing the letter is coming from, yeah. absolutely. 100%. But but at the end, like look, maybe because like if they're nice to you in social gatherings and stuff like that, that's fine. But but maybe you're not that close. Maybe you're not as close as exactly. you assume that you are. Yeah. Um. You know, you might have more feelings. Your husband might have more feelings for these people than they have for him, and that's unfortunate to put it that way. But it might be the truth. Mm. And you know, like people change and they grow apart over time. And it could have happened that they, the, the groom has gelled more with with your other friends yeah. than he has with, with you guys over time. And if so, you go into that kind of situation when she says, do you think I should approach the groom? All that's doing is deteriorating and breaking up a friendship. Yeah, at, at, at that point, you will go, you will not be at any yeah. aspect of the wedding. Exactly. At any aspect of the wedding. So I think if if you, you just say to yourself, do you know what? We'll be the bigger people here. We'll let them have their day. We'll go and we'll do the afters of the wedding and 
there you have and it. that's the big picture yeah. of it. it's and you can always day. throw a little bit of shade at the table that you're at and just say oh well we weren't invited were we to the whole thing and her dress is shy <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> just push her down the stairs <laughs> but there, the, the big part of that is remember it's their day for sure for sure. Is that that is really a pet peeve of yours, is it? Oh, I absolutely detest when people give off about who was invited to a wedding yeah. or who was there. When you're there, oh, why is your one here? She, she doesn't even like her. People are there because the people that invited them wanted them there. For sure. And even the people that come to the afters who weren't at the... People aren't made of money. No. I'm sure if they had millions in the bank, they'd invite absolutely everybody. Mm. They did their best to invite as many people that they could to their wedding at the cost of their own. And not cheap these days. Exactly. You not cheap at all. You cannot make somebody feel awful no. about their own wedding day. No, I would say just go, be the bigger per- person and do it for your husband. Don't do it for them, do it for your husband because he is the one... You know, if he he doesn't feel put out by this, so just do it for your husband and, and go and enjoy. Let him see his friends. He wants to go and see them, so let him see him. Just down a few shots and skull the bride. And then across the, across the room go, Hey, are you? <laughs> you see you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck me. Chewing your jaws at the head table. <laughs> oh, oh, I do miss a good Northside wedding. Oh, it'd be lovely. Yeah, anyway, uh, shall we have another? Go on. Okay. Hey, Carl and Chris. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, okay. I'm not getting into this again. I could not stop laughing last week. How does the start of it make I do, you laugh? It's just, when, when I see Hey, Carl and Chris, it's just like they're writing and it, I see it in my head the way they look when they're writing. It's like, hey. See, it took me weeks to get over the fact that every time you says, hey, hi, Carl and Chris, I literally just started like heaving into my throat knowing it was going to be disgusting. Well, it, I don't know if it's going to be disgusting well, or not. That feeling. was a lovely one. That one was nice. That was a lovely one. Let's see how we get on. Hey, Carl and Chris. I have a rather awkward situation I need your help with. That's the end of that. I am a male and have been in a relationship with my boyfriend for the last four years. And during COVID, we decided to add some extra bits and bobs to our bedroom activities by buying some rather interesting toys. We've been living in my parents' house at the time and more recently moved back to Dublin, in brackets where my boyfriend is from. Since I've moved out of home, uh, my teenage brother has started staying in my room as it's much bigger than his box room. Oh no. Uh, When we moved back to Dublin, we made a rather silly mishap by leaving the paraphernalia that we had purchased in a shopping bag in my room at home in said bedroom. I return home every so often and stupidly had never thought it's a good idea to take this gear back to Dublin with me. Here's where it gets awkward. About two weeks ago, (laughs) I came home to find the bag moved from its usual spot at the G spot. Uh, you moved from its usual spot and some of the contents of the bag had been removed and moved into the wardrobe. I can only assume it was my brother who's been sleeping in the room who's decided to have a nose. I'm fairly certain he's definitely one of the straights 
And in brackets, before your mind goes elsewhere, Carl, (laughs) uh, hasn't used them. However, just knowing he's seen them and knows they're surely mine has made me want to curl up into a ball and I haven't been able to look him in the eye since. I would would be very grateful to hear what you think I should do and hope this maybe gave you both a giggle. (laughs) And that goes in from Anonymous on the emails. (laughs) <laughs> Look, maybe he was looking for batteries for his Why Xbox controller. I don't bring know. Bring them with him. Yeah, how's your sex life now, man? Like, why did you not? That would be the first thing but that would go in into my case. Parents' house. Yeah. Let alone your brother moving into that room. Mm-hmm. If your parents came in and saw your sex dungeon in a little bag, <laughs> like fuck sake, at least put it in a locked box. That <laughs> the fuck, the younger brother was probably trying to hide them. Where? In the closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, I, do you know what? I I actually cringe with you. I feel your pain. Um uh I don't know what you'd do. I would I'd probably wait until they go away on holidays and then just sneak into the house and take them. Well, or or just go in and just say, "Have you seen my uh, my whisk? That you, my frother?" Like, like, you know, I just I don't know. Like, what do you even say to the younger brother? Does he need counselling? It depends on how old he is. Like, this guy could be thirty, forty. You never know. Well, so then the walk younger... back in the room and say, "Where's me dick?" <laughs> Give me me toys. Know. Yeah, I don't know. And how's your Fucking boyfriend doing with this as well? Avengers with Probably, yeah. yeah. That's hilarious though. Oh, I can imagine the cringe. Uh, I, the advice I would give you would be even just wait till they're out of the house one day. Say you need to pop by to, I don't know, do something, make an excuse up and go in and take your bits back. And look, yous are all adults. Your mum and dad probably have a fuck. If, if it's in you, it's probably in them as well. So they're gone. <laughs> Not the fucking toys, Carl. I mean... The want for sex toys. All right. The mother probably is a collection bigger than his. Lovely. That's lovely to know. But thank you very much for your email, <laughs> kind listener. <laughs> oh my God. With every passing email we get, Chris, I, I find myself wondering who, who do we know who these people are sending in these I, stories? Honest to God, I if, if I do, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really don't want there's a few stories to stick to mind that if I know them people yeah. I never want you to wouldn't know. have a salad beside anybody that did a cucumber I fucking look at them I wouldn't I, every time they come into my house I'd put uh, cling film on the cushions get out I had a fellow the other night text me saying he was listening to the podcast and he was going through uh, the people who like the podcast page on Instagram mm. and who are friends in common with the both of us just to figure out if he thought he knew who people were. <laughs> That's some Stop. Rayman shit there. I didn't you. even think of I that. I am telling you. I am telling you. But the, the wonderful thing about this podcast is that it's completely anonymous, which means I, I actually haven't even told you a couple about a couple of people who've sent emails in because I wouldn't do but that. See, I, 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 don't, I don't think I'd want to know because I think if I did, I, they would know I know. Yeah, you'd be able to look them in the eye. No way, it'd be literally a corner stank eye. Like. <laughs> well, no judgment from me, kind listener. And I'm, most of the email addresses are anonymous. I'm just going to wear a anyway. t-shirt. I'm going to wear a t-shirt with just eyes on it and just no, know it's no. For you. Chris, we've discussed this. You need to get a t-shirt with your rotten on it. Yeah, animal. Oh, you're an animal. What is it? <laughs> 
Yanimal. Yanimal. No, no consonants in that. Just Yanimal. <laughs> Run the Y into it. Lovely. That's lovely. We will do that. Uh, what are you up to for the rest of the week? For the rest of the week, I am starting the Helix next Monday. Oh, exciting and, so, and terrifying that the year yeah. is flying in. So I have a few rehearsals for shows going ahead while I'm up there. Lovely. Um, that I have to finish this week. Lovely. So I have to get my work done mm. too sweet yeah. before I pop off. Because no more than yourself, you know once you're there. Oh, you're there. there. Yeah, 100%. I mean, at time of recording, it's Bank Holiday Monday. So Halloween is tomorrow. Um, Are you doing anything? I'm working. Shock horror. But I'm doing doing the Otherworld Festival, uh, which happens in Ballymun. It's it's there like 20 years. It's great. Great crack. They've they've got loads of different acts, loads of local people. They've got fireworks, stalls. It's great fun every year. It is every year. So I'm doing doing a spot in that. Um, And then I'm here doing something in work. Uh, all day tomorrow, Are you and dressing then dressing up for Halloween. Just uh, the dame, dame Sophie never dresses up. She is just herself. <laughs> I'm going to dress up as comfortable man. This is the thing. Now Halloween, right? You, you, you see people on Instagram, right? And and they're out every other weekend. These type of people, mm. and they 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 wear very little. In in any case, right? But then they dress up as like a slutty cheerleader or a slutty doctor or something at Halloween. Mm-hmm. But nothing is different. They're just, they're just putting like they're, they're slutty anyway. <laughs> so what makes it? Did you sl- never? Did you never watch Mean Girls? Uh, I, years ago, I think Halloween's the only day of the year that a girl is allowed to dress like a total slut, and nobody's allowed to say anything. <laughs> yeah, but like most of the guys and the girls that I see, that's the day. Do it every day. The days we're living in now, Karen. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it men? Yeah. Though? Yeah. Uh, look, as Una said in the producers, if you've got to flaunt it, baby, flaunt so it. So a lot of them don't have it. So, no. <laughs> a lot of them really don't have it. They don't. And I don't want to body shame anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But put on that thong, look at yourself, and then go, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe is not. right. Maybe is a right. sensible French nick or something. <laughs> oh, Nicole. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting delirious. Have we any more oh, questions? Oh, <laughs> yes, we do have more questions, Christopher. Do you, has anybody called you Christopher? I don't like Christopher. Do you not? No, my mother, my mother calls me Christopher. I either know I've done something wrong mm. or she's something severely serious to tell me. Oh, sit down there, Christopher. It's, we have to have a talk. And she's the only one that I won't correct for calling me Christopher because she named me. Oh, well, that's true. She can't really. They're she owns Christopher. You. Christy Gitsy. Don't call me Do Christy like Gitsy Gitsy No That's Have you ever heard that no My family <gasps> There's a new one for me to call you Alright my, my, my name <clears throat> that my family call me My family and really close family friends mm. Cricky Cricky That's my name Okay My name's Cricky to all my family and really close That's kind of like a cool sporty name It was because when we were kids, there was 11 of us and most of us couldn't pronounce each other's names properly. <laughs> so you had Cricky, Dede, Stee, uh, Lars, Jojo, L, Val. Everyone was shortened or it was a complete botch. I don't know why, but in my mind, I just got the scene from the Good night, Jojo. Good night, Els. <laughs> that, that was a bit like <laughs> it, all right. That was a bit like it, all right. The Waltons. The Waltons. Yeah, but Cricky. Oh, hilarious. And if you call me Christy, you'll get a size 11 shoe in the bridge of the nose. Right, so don't call him Christy or Christopher. You can call him Git or Cricky. No, but do you know why I hate Christy? Why is that now? Because when I was in school, 
I was the only red-headed, freckly child when my left foot was popular. Right. Called Christopher. Okay. So I was Christy Brown for years. Well, we won't go there then. Yeah. No. That's, I'm still, that's dreadful. I'm, I'm still traumatised. Are you ready to offer some more helpful advice? Go on. My sage advice. Okay. Hi, Carl and Chris. I'm a woman in my early 70s and this week I had the very sad gets- job of having my lovely dog put down. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you laughing at? That's horrendous. You are a satanic evil twist. I was going, no, I thought I was going sexual in her 70s. No, it couldn't be further. It couldn't be further from that. That's horrible. I'm sorry, Miss. I apologise sincerely for 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 um, for Cricky over there. I don't. I can't start this again until you stop because I will. I will keep laughing. Okay. I'm a woman in my early seventies, and this week I had the very sad job of having my lovely dog put down. This broke my heart, and my husband's too. Uh, She was 15 years old and my whole world, my best friend. Uh, I had her from when she was four and without her, I feel so sad and I cannot stop crying. She got me through the lockdowns and over the years, I got used to her always being there waiting for me to come home. Sadly, my husband has had a lot of health problems and now has dementia and can't talk much. So I feel very lonely. Uh, I miss taking my dog for walks. She was the reason I got up in the morning and now I feel as if I have nothing. My life feels so empty without her. My son and my daughter are keen for me to get another dog, uh, but I don't know if I could love another dog as much as I loved her. What do you think I should do? Get another dog or deal with my unhappiness? I welcome your opinion. Well, That's the most heartbreaking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You are laughing for some reason. No, I'm not laughing. I feel like a total wanker for <laughs> laughing in the first place. <laughs> ah, that's awful. It is awful. That is awful. That is dreadful. My heart is actually has sunk for that poor woman. No, and I feel I feel her pain because I had a dog for 14 years, Lola, and she literally was like my daughter. When mm. she died, I honest to God felt like I lost a child. Yeah. It was yeah. horrendous. It's a hard thing to get over. It's horrible. I, I had two. You I went and, oh, after a year between each other, Roxy you, and Rosie, a year. You raised them. But like, I am the sort of person in a way that like when people say, oh, get another dog, you're not replacing your dog. It's the same thing as if you have a child yeah. and you say, oh, I, it's... I love it more than anything I've ever loved. And then you have another child. Yeah. And you love it just the same. Mm. Like, yes, you can get another dog and you will love it because you raise it yeah. and it's yours. But definitely, like, I, I don't know, the poor devil saying, do I just sit in my unhappiness? My other half, um, Christmas Eve, a few years ago, had to get the dog put to sleep. No, I, I couldn't be in the room. If very, very ill, the poor thing. And I remember it so well because I came into the house on Christmas Eve and he he hadn't moved, he wouldn't get up and he got up out of the bed and came over to me mm. um, very strangely um, and he was just, he was knackered. He was absolutely, he was knackered, yeah. the poor thing. So it was the best, most humane thing. It's a horrible um, thing. But we've gotten a dog since then. It. We got a dog about a year after that. Yeah. And... Uh, like my dog now as well but like it would love him just the same as yeah. you said yeah um and he does bring joy mm. he really does so i i would say you know first of all 
your life is not empty because you've got a son and a daughter and you've got a husband. Exactly. Um, you've got a lot of things to be happy about. You just have, you know, you you got to find it. You got every day, someday, like you got to find happiness in every day, mm. every day, you know, um, and every one of us do. So I would say if you if you feel, give it give it a few weeks, see how you feel, but why not get another dog? Yeah. Keep, Why not? Keep it open because yeah. it doesn't mean you're replacing something. Yeah, absolutely not. And DSPCA, uh, well, depending on where you live, but DSPCA um, are crying out for people to yeah. adopt animals. So wherever you're from, um, look at your local shelters and and adopt an animal that's probably feeling as sad as you are. Because if it's companionship you're looking for, that's all <coughs> the dogs in there are looking for too. Yeah. So look, and thank you very much for sending that lovely message, and I hope you're all right. And I'm terribly sorry to hear about your poor, yeah, your poor pooch, and love going out to your husband as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That was a lovely message. I uh, know that's like that was a lovely heart. That's after hurting me heart, and now I need to go talk to somebody to make inappropriate <laughs> bursts of laughter. No, I get it. Like if it was a seventy year old having. You know, a cucumber sandwich. <laughs> I mean, you would. You know, like. that's where I thought I was going because I was about to get up and leave. I know, right? I know. We haven't. Thankfully, we haven't got one of them in yet. But what, if if you do want to send us some of life's burning questions, uh, cucumber related or not, you can email us at help at believeyapod.com or our insta tag at believeyapod. And we are now on tick. Talk. Yes, we are on TikTok. We are. Our, our, we could do them very well, actually. Yeah, yeah. Our second video got a good few, got a good few views. Yeah, just keep liking and sharing. I think that's you. Your it laugh. And I, what? Your laugh. That's oh, what no, has I just people. thought you meant me creating fake accounts and liking it. All. No, <laughs> I don't know what happened to me last week when I killed over with laughter. I, I don't just either. Couldn't stop but laughing. I, I think the weeks are getting to me and you. I think there's a bit of delirious seeped into the two of us. <laughs> Just Seriously. a smidge. Just a smidge. Some days Probably. I, wake, I wake up some mornings and think to myself, what the fuck was I at yesterday? <laughs> In every life choice I made. Yeah, I know what you mean. What I said, what I think, sometimes I speak and then after it, the person I am in my head goes, why did I say that? <laughs> and I have to talk about it. It's, it's literally like the devil and the angel on your shoulder. Uh-huh. Except it's one voice and it's my mother going... You're an awful bollocks, aren't you? Christopher. Christopher. <laughs> Christopher. Right, we have one more. Is this the last we one? We have one more. It's the last one for this week. Uh, cr- uh, cricky. Cricky. <laughs> I don't think I can call you that. I feel real. I feel real. All right, cricky wants to crack me. Yeah, all right. I feel real, you know. Call me what you like. Just don't call, call me, me too early in, in the morning. morning. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Right, here we go. Uh, hey, Carl and Chris. <coughs> I know you love a good dating horror story. Oh, the love of sweet Jesus. <laughs> so here's one of mine. Right, <clears throat> here we go. Uh, I've, uh, I met a guy a while back, uh, one night in Dublin. Everything was going well, so we decided to go back to my place and hook up. In the middle of the night, I woke up to the feeling... Is this fluids, Karen? <laughs> I'm gone if it's fluids. <laughs> I woke up to the feeling of wetness in my bed. Dating piss on the poor whore. Uh, I woke up to the feeling of wetness in my bed and I realised he straight up peed my bed. I was absolutely horrified. I immediately jumped up but he didn't budge and was still out cold so I went into the bathroom and called my best friend for advice 
Uh, I just kept asking her what I should do. Should I try waking him up again? Should I vibreeze it? <laughs> and my friend just kept laughing hysterically at me. Uh, I ended up staying in the bathroom for about an hour until I heard movement from the bedroom. About five minutes after that, I heard the hall door close. I went back into the bedroom and he had put on his clothes and left, uh, which saved me from having to kick him out. Unfortunately, he left all the pissy bed sheets on the bed and I never heard from him again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's now living in Guam. Oh, Guam, Jesus, oh, no, Actually, and you know what? I feel sorry for the poor person that did the pissing. Yeah. Because like obviously you don't mean to piss uh, on No, anyone. of course not, especially if he's had a few drinks. But I mean I'd never be seen again. There'd be I'd be on a milk cart <laughs> because I would be gone. I'd be I, you'd never hear from me again. Yeah, I know. That's 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 yeah. Did you ever piss in the bed? Ah, uh, when I was a kid. And I'm talking like kid. Yeah. Kid, kid. I was never a bed. Years ago. I was years never a bedwetter, but I shared a bed with Oh, when we were really young we shared beds like there'd be like three of the boys in a bed three of the girls in yeah. another bed and one of my siblings I won't say for the fear of being punched in the face when I go home you've loads of siblings nobody will know who you're talking awful about awful bedwetter really to the point those crinkly sheets but to the point where he was like masterful okay I That's used to share I used don't be disgusting <laughs> I shared no I shared a bed yeah with one, with one of my brothers and he weed the bed. Right. And he weed the bed a lot. Okay. Nearly every night. But for months, I was the bedwear. I thought I was pissing the bed. No, I, he didn't tell you. I would get <gasps> up and I would go in and I would cry to my mum that I wet the bed. Not realising that I was wearing a different pyjamas. Oh. I was a heavy sleeper. And while I was asleep, he would get up, undress me. And put his pissy pyjamas no, on me. No, And Chris, my clean pyjamas no. on him. And we were the same size, so we did. Uh, we fit the same clothes. How heavy do you sleep? The auto I dead when I was younger. I mean, you know when you go for a swim, if you ever had a t-shirt on or anything like that, you can't get the fucking thing off. The How o- did he do that? The only reason I realised that I wasn't the bedwetter was because I went to bed one night in my brand new Tasmanian Devil pyjamas that I loved. And I woke up at fucking Bugs Bunny stuck together with urine on my chest. <laughs> and I What's was like, duck? you wore that to bed. And that's how I was found out that oh I wasn't pissed. Oh my God. Yeah. And well. he would roll me into his piss. Oh no. I would wake up freezing and a bang of ammonia hitting me in the oh, morning. Oh no, yeah. Chris. I got bronchitis. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's vile. Yeah, disgusting. Disgusting. Oh, you should email the podcast. Oh, he was a master, master ninja when it came to... So what to happened? What did, what did Mammy Betty do when she found out? Mammy Betty, she brought in some of the bigger, the bigger style nappies. Right. And if but what, did she not clatter them all around the house? No? Ah, no, Mammy wouldn't really be a, a schlapper. Yeah. She, uh, you're disgusting. <laughs> she mean, wouldn't slap. 11 kids. Anyway. But no, she um, literally, it was a... Piss up laughing. Everybody <laughs> laughed. Right. Except, Except for you. Yeah. Well, uh, on that note of childhood trauma. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cricky. I need to talk to someone. Thanks for, I think you do tonight. <laughs> that, that, that was, that, you've been waiting to say that for a long time. I am going to cry. I'm emotional yeah. now. Right. Cricky. I'll give you the dog story again. You can go off oh, and stop. That'll, that'll make that you go. Poor woman. That'll make you go. Um, that was fun this week. It was. <laughs> And we got a good few questions in. We did, surely. And I have one more, but we'll save this one for next week. 
um, because we're out of time but thank you very much for listening to the podcast and especially in the last few weeks listeners you've been absolutely fantastic Yeah, keep the messages coming in um, we'll keep the laughs coming because we are enjoying this we have having the crack and we're finishing up soon for Christmas anyway yeah. first season so you can send coming in to a some, close some of your Christmas horror stories for, for sure yeah. for sure did but, Santa um, come mm. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there Um, I hope you have a good week You too buddy I'll see you next week Always a pleasure Karen Always a pleasure Chris Go on Good luck Good luck